Lisa Denae Live starts now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and we are live here on Lisa Denae Live, brought to you by Stunner Radio. It is Saturday, July 3rd. Oh, my God. I feel like it was just June. What's going on? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like it was just June? June was kind of the longest month ever, though. It was. It was but now July is here, and it is National Crown Day. So I want everybody to please, please, please support the past, the crown movement, we are trying to get national legislation to prevent hair discrimination. Now, only black people really know about what this means. You know, mm -hmm. only black women understand that you can be discriminated against for wearing braids, for wearing an afro, for wearing your natural hair. And it's really sad. So National Crown Day is for us to celebrate our natural hair, celebrate even the look of our natural hair, even if it ain't your hair. It looked like how our hair looked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we need to celebrate that because what I think a lot of people don't don't get it. Like they feel like, why is this such a big deal? What's well, a big deal? Because what what happens is you learn to hate your natural hair when people won't accept it. When people want you to be in a professional environment, and it has to be a certain look, straight hair. You know, they don't want the afro. They don't want braids. And that's like your natural look. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel some type of way and it makes you feel less than. So please support the Crown Act. Let's get this act passed so that we can no longer be discriminated against for the hair that actually grows out of our heads. So, I mean, it's ridiculous when you think about it. Then we need an actual law to be able to wear our hair. It don't mm -hmm. make sense. So for the brothers out there to be clowning us for wearing wigs, you don't even understand the long history of this. The history of back in the 70s when black women wanted to be professionals and work in offices, they could not wear Afro puffs. They could not wear Afros. They had to wear wigs. So it's not just because we want to wear wigs. It's because this is a long history of making us assimilate to a white society. So please, please, ma'am and sir, <laughs> Help us celebrate National Crown Day. So tomorrow is the Independence Day in the United States. And uh, y'all be safe out there. Because, you know, I'm Wakanda forever. So I ain't about it. All right. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I already celebrated Juneteenth. I'm good. Now I'm going to get all the benefits of, of being off that day or being <laughs> off a half a day. But happy Independence Day in advance to um, uh, American citizens for the United States Independence Day. I do want to say before I introduce my special guests that we are still thinking of the people in Miami with the horrible tragedy of this condo collapsing. Every time I think about it, it makes me sad because people were just laying in their beds and, and because of somebody's lack of doing their job because people trying to cut corners and not spend money to do what they need to do for this building. Several people have lost their lives and several family members lives has changed forever. So we're continuing to pray for them. I just want to mention that 
our president went to the site for all of y'all that still be hating on him. He went to the site and spent a lot of time there and made sure that he spoke to everyone and talked to everyone before he left. Please keep in mind that this man is 79 years old. See, I'm not going to no shite and stand all day. <laughs> and I'm a lot younger than 79 years. Oh, I'm going to tell y'all, you know, go on and send me an email and watch the clip from when I was at the site because you missed me. I had to go. So it's it's a great thing to have a president that cares. And, you know, we all remember the four years that we had to endure. So we're not going to even digress on that. But I did want to mention that before I, I bring on my special guest. I did want to mention one other thing, you guys. If you're in Houston, and we are in Houston for our international listeners, we're in Houston, Texas, in the United States. I want to say this because there was a tragic incident that happened this week where a man killed the mother of his child, and she was holding a baby. This man was released on, on bond, and he has seven felonies. He was actually wearing an ankle monitor when he killed her. The other guy, too. The other guy was really stunned by as well. The one that cut the power with his girlfriend sitting in the car in the driveway, cut the power, shot the mother of his four children. I did not hear about that one. Yes. Oh my God, what is going on? Went to her house at 2 a.m. with, what the, with is a girlfriend. And, they, and she sat yeah. in the car while he cut the power to the, to the house and went in and shot her. She did not die and the children did not see him shoot her. Well, that's a blessing. It is. That is, is a blessing. But he is out on bond. So, so what is going on with our judicial system? What is going on? And, and you know, it's sad these people are out on bond, and you know they know they gotta go back. Absolutely. So they feel like I guess I'm gonna do all the dirt I got to do before I go back. So I mean, we need to make some changes here because I, I just it saddens me that so much is going on and all this domestic violence. People do not take it seriously that we need to have programs to help people cope with their anger, to help people cope with rejection, to help people move on with their lives mm -hmm. and not take somebody else's life and not ruin a, ch a child's whole life because they had to watch their mother get shot. Hey, and there, crazy. hey, Melissa, thanks for tuning in. And then there's a, another case where a 10 year old child had to play dead because mm -hmm. someone came to her home and shot up her whole family. Yeah. She played dead. She called her, FaceTimed her grandmother to show her grandmother what happened and to get help. It's so sad that she just can't be a 10-year-old child. She has to, I mean, can you imagine that? I can't. I, can't. I cannot I imagine. I would have known to play dead. I would have been screaming. Right. I think I would have been crying for my mom. I would not have known what to do. But she had the, the, the intelligence to play dead, to even pull it together to FaceTime somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I just hope and pray that this child's family steps in. And if you are not able to care for her, get help with her because... This child's going to have a hard way to go. She's lost everybody in her family. Well, no, her brother, I think they said, was with a family member. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that the brother is younger than her. No, the brother, there was another brother that was um, a baby. The baby was snatched by his hair and thrown to the couch. And he's her You know, there's children that are now without a parent, that are now without, um, you know, their rock, their everything. And for a girl, a, a young lady to have to have played dead right. just to survive. This is not in a third world country. Right. This is in the United States of America in Houston, Texas. So I need you all to please say a prayer for our city. The murder rate has almost doubled 
from last year. Right. Now, I believe it's because y'all was locked in the house last year. <laughs> <laughs> they, they free now and they like, y'all done got free and don't know how to act. They don't know how to act. They free and frustrated. Yeah. Mm. And just want to just shoot. Plus, you done passed this law that people don't have to have a permit to have mm. a gun. So y'all have really like made it the perfect environment for all these homicides. So if you are outside of the city of Houston or if you are outside of Texas, keep us in your prayers, you know, because yes. uh, it, it's real out here. Now, I'm going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back with our special guest, who is Tony Sanders. She's a certified financial education instructor and a licensed finance pro. She's going to tell us all about her and her business and the upcoming business fair. So you guys don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's your girl Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. I'm glad you asked. Hey, we are back. We are back. It is Lisa Denae Live, and we have a very special guest with us today, Tony Sanders, who is a certified financial education instructor, and she is a licensed finance pro, so she knows about money, okay? All right. And if we don't need to know nothing else in these times, we need to know how to stretch our money. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and increase our money. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you today. I mean, oh my goodness, the, the intro alone, we could have just stayed on that topic. But let me tell you something, you know, based on what I know, and I've been into this industry for more um, than almost seven years, um, there is an issue and there's a problem when people don't have money and it makes them frustrated and then things start to happen you know with our economy yes some people are still doing well but there are a lot of people who are not doing well right see the pandemic has brought on a whole new set of problems and when you're talking millions and millions of people who don't have any money that's a major problem. Yeah. Millions and millions of people who lost their job, lost their business, and they lost their mind. Okay. Yeah. They are losing their minds. Yes. So they need something. They need people are suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. They're feeling hopeless. Yeah. And so we want to be able to give them something to give them some hope, give them an opportunity where they can change. You know, I want to tell you a little bit more about me. Absolutely. You know, I was a business owner for more than 26 years. Wow. I've owned and operated two salons, a day spa, and a boutique. So oh, wow. I really, really love the fact that you talked about, you know, the movement about the hair, because that's something that me and my previous clients, we talked about quite a bit is, yeah. you know, there's a problem when you can't go into the workplace and you can't be who you want to be yes. or who you are even there. And our hair is, you know, that's not who we are. 
You know, that's just something that we're our expression of ourselves. Right. And so it's really important for men and women because men face the same challenges today as well. Men want to wear locks. They want to wear braids. They want to wear their hair bald or a different way. And so I believe that we as women of color should be able to have that same opportunity to go into the workplace and do as we please with our own hair. Absolutely. So I wanted to start there, but I also want to talk about, you know, hey, how did I get into the financial service industry? Well, after doing hair for 20 years, I noticed one thing when it was time for me to send my daughter to college. At least I ain't had the money. I was like, now, wait a minute now. I done worked all these years and I don't have no money. What is the problem? And I found that we are highly educated. We're professionally successful, but unfortunately, we're financially illiterate. (laughs) So how do we change that? Well, we do it through education. So I... I heard about this campaign and I wanted to be a part of it, not just for me and my family, but I wanted to introduce it to my community. Right. And that was a big thing to me because I'm not a winner unless my whole community is winning. And as we see, we're not winning. That's So how do we win? I've got to be able to show them how to win. I believe that when you know something, you know, you got to look back and bring somebody with you. Absolutely. And keep looking back and keep looking back and bring them with you. So I'm excited to be here with you today. You know, uh, I love what I do. I'm very passionate about it. And um, I I think that it's definitely going to show in our business fair. I know we're going to get into it, but hey, I'm on a campaign. I just like the, you know, the politicians campaign. Yes. I campaign for financial literacy in the African-American community. I love that. Yes, ma'am. I, and I love talking money because um, I I come from a generation where you didn't talk about money. Right. You it never, was kind of taboo, wasn't it? It was. Mm-hmm. You, you wasn't supposed to talk about how much money you have, right. how much money you make, yeah. how much money you want to have. Mm. You were not supposed to talk about money. However, I was raised in a household by someone who was very different. So my father never shied away from the money topic. We always talked about money. In fact, money was so important in our household that I just couldn't understand people who money wasn't important to. Well, well, that's funny that you say that because that was a topic of discussion in your household. But if I can go back as a little girl in Akron, Ohio, I was born to a mother. I had four kids. She had me at 18, my brother at 16. By the age of 25, you know, Mm -hmm. she had four children. She didn't have the resources. She didn't have the, the wherewithal to talk to us about money. Money wasn't a discussion in our household about how to retire, how to save, right, how to right. build wealth and you know buy a home. But I think the resources, maybe they weren't available to everybody back then. Absolutely. But today, Lisa, the resources are available. For those who can make a decision that they wanna change their lives, you can change your life. And I think that's a great point that you raised because I wanna talk about the decisions that we make mm-hmm. in regards to money. Absolutely. So one thing I did learn as a young child, just observing things, I learned that black people unfortunately have too many emotions tied to money. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We make emotional decisions regarding money. We make emotional decisions regarding giving money. Mm -hmm. And we can't make good decisions if it's going to hurt someone else regarding our money. Absolutely. So how do you get people to remove the emotion? Because you need money to live. Well, first and foremost, we have to be educated. And that's what we like. We like the financial education. And so once you're educated, you can make better decisions. Once you are empowered, you can make better money decisions. But if you don't know what you don't know, you cannot make an informed decision. Mm. If you keep asking Pookie and them, right. mm. and they don't know about money, you're not going to get anywhere. But you got to first, too, make that decision. Yes. And be transparent. It's okay that you don't know. I'm not expecting people to know because I didn't know. But I'll tell you one thing. If you don't make a decision now, hey, it's going to be too late later. 
And I, and I mean that yes. wholeheartedly. I see people in their 50s and 60s and even 70s who never made the decision to learn about money and apply those things to their life. So I want to say this. Knowledge is power, right? Would you all agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. But yes. it's the implementation of the knowledge which is even more powerful. Yes. So we learn all this stuff where people say, you know what, Lisa? Tony, I know that. But why you don't apply it to your life? Mm. Yeah, church. What are you? Yes. What's holding you back from applying it to your life? See, one thing I can tell you. Can we talk? Because I know that's talk. Yes. 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 Let me tell you something. Lisa, Lisa, we're the number one consumer, but we're the worst savers and investors. Mm. If they yes. make it, we buy it. Yes. But, but why is that? The mindset. Yes. Because yep. it's a mindset. It's got to be a shift. And it's got to happen within us. We have to look into the mirror and say, you know what? No longer will I live my life like this. No longer will I exchange time for money. Because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's never enough money it's for our time. never enough money no. for your time. That's the biggest question that I ask people. You know, are you paying what you're worth? Absolutely not. But how do you change that? Crickets. <laughs> listen, because it's a lot free of information. Time, it is free information, but you mm. don't even want to listen. Because when I try to share with people, guess what they say? Oh, Tony, I'm good. Because mm. it's it's the emotion that I really wish we could learn how to control. And because we feel belittled when we find out we don't know something. It's okay. But that's an emotional response. It's a trauma response, of mm-hmm. course. But I think one thing that I hope that people learn from what you're saying is that you never know all there is to know about money you don't and money know. management. And every day you're learning. You're learning every day because things change yes. so rapidly in in regards to our money that, I mean, you, you're always learning. You're always learning. And let me tell you something. That's why the financial literacy campaign is so powerful on a mission to educate 30 million families by the year 2030. Right. Every day I wake up, I want to know how many people, Tony Sanders, will you be get to be a part of this campaign that's in your community? How many people will you teach about money that look like you? Yes. See, let me tell you something. It's not a problem in every other community. You might have a few people who don't understand money, but a lot of people, they grow up with this. Yes. They're already ingrained and embedded into yes. them. And if we don't have it, it's not our fault. But it is our fault if today in 2021, you're still making the same mistakes because you don't want to have an open mind and an open heart to receive and listen to someone and be transparent about where you are. Right. And that leads me to a question or a statement that I I want to get your opinion on, because this is what I really feel like we need to know Mm -hmm. as black people. It is accessible to you. Sometimes we feel like either somebody lucky or they got family money or they know more than me. No, it's accessible to you as well. Absolutely. Once you get educated on how to manage money and even knowing what you're worth, because right. I think that's a big problem, too. When you ask people, are you paying what you're worth? They don't even know what they worth. They don't know what they're worth. Because is. if you knew what your worth was and if you realize, oh, I don't have the skills to be worth this much, then you go out and get those skills Absolutely. and actually demand that. So we have to make a decision and how we get that control over our emotions is number one, get educated. See, because when you're educated, that's something that people can't take away from you. Right. They cannot take away your education. You get educated first and you be empowered to make better financial decisions. But again, we're making decisions based on whose knowledge, who's given it to us. If I just stayed on what I learned as a child, I would not know anything. But I had a vision. And that's what we lack. 
Mm. We like the vision to see that I can have what anybody else can have. That's right. I can do what anybody else can do. Absolutely. That's it. We do. You know, I love that you said we lack the vision because, you know, the Bible says where there's no vision of people perish. We see that before our eyes. And he also says about the because of knowledge. The lack of knowledge. People are destroyed. But one thing I can say is that I want to encourage other visionaries like you. And like me to not be afraid because you know sometimes you do get uh, negative feedback yes. when you know the way right. and you're trying to p- bring people come this way this this right. the way it's kind of like well why we need to listen to you right exactly. so so I want to encourage other people to join what you're doing and and be bold enough Absolutely. to say uh, I can help you. Mm-hmm. I can help you. Yeah. I'm not saying I got all the answers, but I'm saying if you come this way, if you listen to what I have to say, I can help you. Absolutely. And you know, that's a big thing is just having that open mind. It's okay, but I'm, I'm here to meet you where you are. Maybe you're not where I am, but this is what I tell people. And I want to say this to your listeners. Let me tell you something. If you're a mother, if you're a father, if you're an auntie, if you're an uncle, you don't have to do what I do, but you must know what I know. Yeah. It's not okay anymore to say that I just didn't know it. Take the excuses off the table. The resources are available for you. For those of you who want to change your life, who those of you who want to do better, I believe that we should all retire with dignity and leave a legacy of generational wealth. How do you do it? Well, you got to get with a doctor. I'm talking about the money doctor. I'm talking about when we sick, we go to the doctor. You got a toothache, you go to the dentist. So when your money is funny, why didn't you go see somebody who know and can teach you about money? Because I don't think they believe it. I think people really believe it's not for me. This is how my family always been. This is how I always been. I'm always going to be struggling. But people don't understand. We live in the richest country in the world. world. You got to be kidding me that we got homeless people. So I'm glad you said that because I work with a lot of, you know, immigrants and people that come here and they fight here. They risk their lives to come here. And we have American people, not just African-American people, but I'm talking about Americans who were born right here in this country. And you too lazy Mm -hmm. to get up and do something and change not only your life, but your family's life. See, I hear about the generational curses and stuff like that. I don't believe that because if I did, Lisa, that would be me. Right. Remember what I said. I'm a child born up to a mother who had four kids by the age of 25 who was on welfare. I remember walking to the store with the book of food stamps. They sent me right back because I didn't have a book. Mm. But I knew that I wanted a better life. I knew that I wanted to make some change, not yes. just for myself, but for my community. One thing that I must say to Lisa is that we don't work together as a community of people where you see other communities. They work together yes. and they put their dimes together and they put their quarter together and they that's how they grow and they make even more we have got to stop thinking that you know what i i, I don't want you know we, you know i hate to say it you know because it's been said so so many times but you know what we gotta lift each other up we have to we have to lift each other up okay it's okay that you don't know but i'm here i know and i can help you and and you raise a good point because I have I'm gonna be honest I have been so jealous of other communities mm-hmm. you know when I when I go to these networking events or and I used to belong to a, a business women's event a business women group when mm-hmm. I lived in Phoenix and I was only it was only three other black women out of all these women and I gotta say the way they stood behind each other the way they put their money behind each other right. it made me 
jealous. Yeah. I was like, why can't we do that? Right. But you know but why? I don't, want you to, I don't want you to have any more than I have, Lisa. Instead of saying that, hey, you know what? Let's just put our coins together and we have more. See, one plus one is two, but one plus zero is still one. Yes. So no matter how you do it, if we all come together and work together, remember what I said, I'm not a winner unless you're a winner, unless you're a winner, unless you're the winner. But if we ain't all winning, but we, we all have, losing. We all losing. That's right. And, and and it's sad because we will put money together to smoke. We'll put mm. money together to eat. Mm. We'll put money together to go party. But when we talk about building a business or investing, mm. it's all these questions. Well, where the money going? Mm-hmm. Well, who, who going to run it? Right. It's like, wow. When you see other communities build and build and build and leave us behind, it hurts. It really hurts. Especially when there is a survey that's going on. It's been out for years and I've I shared it many times. And it talks about the brown and the black community, how we'll be broke in two decades. I've seen that. Yeah. You, but but you know what? I said no. We we will build. We will build something back. We will start buying our blocks and things back. But it, it's gonna take each and every one of us to work together and do something different. Now I want to say this, and I'm being this like we got to get off our butts. Yes, and that's we, got, we got to go to work. Yes, and nothing is going to come to us right. free. No, there's no free rides here. Everything that you see that somebody else has had, maybe that you're sitting back and you're in, very envious of, they've gone to work for. Yes. They, they work very hard. Oh, ain't no luck. We're, ain't yeah. no luck. They lucky. That's hard that's work. Lucky. That's getting up at five or six o'clock in the morning. Come on, that now. is going to work. When people yes. say, "Tony, I don't have time." Time. That's 168 hours in a week. Even if you. Work work 40 60 hours you sleep eight hours a day which is 56 hours you still have 52 hours left that's right i don't mean stay at home and watch tv sit on a sofa you go out you do whatever you need to do but if you really want to change your life you take those hours in a day that you have because most people will work an eight to five or a nine to five job then they just want to go home i'm tired no but a real person a business person a business man, woman or man guess what from six to ten they're gonna build their own dreams because they right. know i've already built the man's dreams and i I said it. That's already right. built his yes. dream. Now you come home and you build your own. You work for your family, right? And your family work with you. Did you and, know and that? That's, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Did you know that? You know, Dolly Parton has that song "Nine to Five." Mm-hmm. Well, do you know that she remixed it and she has a five to nine talking about um, entrepreneurs that, entrepreneurs that have, have been um, using their nine to five to build their absolutely. Their and, and that's what you have to do. I, I I'm thankful for the way I was raised, but I'm also I'm kind of, um, it kind of bothers me sometimes because other people don't relate to me. Hmm. I remember when I first got my first job, I was about 19 years old. Now, I've been working for my dad since I was about six or seven. <laughs> we always had to work, okay? You sweep the floor, yeah, you, you dust the shelves, whatever. So when I got my first job, I was 19. I was working for the state of Ohio. And um, I didn't, the way I thought was so different. Because they will pay you for personal leave, personal time, vacation, whatever. And for me, I would be strategic with my personal time. And people would ask me, well, why, why, are, you, why are you so strategic with your time? I said, because my time is my money. Time is money. And the time that I spend here is wasted opportunities. Even though mm. you guys are paying me, mm. there's so many more opportunities out there for me. I'm wasting it here. And I know that. But I have a plan. And they were just looking at me like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? So you're powerful in your statement, what you just said, because this is what I share all the time with my clients. And I say, look, time is equivalent to money. Stop wasting time. Also, something that you said is about a plan. 
If you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. And I know people don't want to fail. They just need to know how to create a plan. And most people, Lisa, they don't have a plan. Mm -hmm. They will plan for this weekend. Oh, it's the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. But you will not plan for the rest of your life. I think, and I, I know we don't have a whole lot of time to get in this that I'm about to bring up, but I do have to mention it. I really believe, based on my observations, that the church got a lot to do with that because mm -hmm. I remember being a child and I remember saying, when I get this age, I want to have this. Well, if that's the Lord's will for you, you can't just say you're going to have that. You can't plan for that. You don't know God's plan for you. And I was like, what? Okay, so I'm glad you touched on it. I love the Lord like just like everybody else, but yes, I do believe that the churches need to step up and do more. They, there's, that's where the people are. That's where you know people congregate. The, the church has a role and a, a responsibility to help educate the community. Yes. So we can have better stewards if we teach people about money and teach them how, you know, where they have a little and how to turn it into a lot. Yes. Also, the thing that I uh, can really appreciate is that the word itself says that work faith without works is dead. Yeah, that's right. So if you're right. thinking that somebody's going to come down here and just dump a million dollars into your purse and to your wallet, you're mistaken. You know, he gives us the know-without to go to work for right. it and do what we have to do to, you know, turn it even into more. So I love that you said that, but everybody, we have a responsibility when it comes to money. Money is nothing, you know, it's a good tool. And people say, oh, Tony, money is not everything and being poor ain't everything either. So pick your poison. Right. Which one do you want? <laughs> In our society, it is. Because I say all the time that people can't be mad at what people do on social media when there is a carrot in front of their face, you can get paid if you get these many views. Absolutely. You can't be mad yeah. because in this society, you take somebody like a Cardi B who makes her money by shaking her ass. And then you take somebody like a teacher, an educator. Now they got very different lifestyles. Right. Her child ain't got to work for nothing. Mm -hmm. But this teacher who spends her life mm -hmm. educating our children, her children's future is insecure. That's not that shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I feel like we do need to learn financial literacy. We we have to know. And that's why I feel like what you do is so important. Right. People you know, should not be afraid of you. And I think that's what it is. People are afraid to sit down and talk because they, they don't, don't want to be, be transparent. Yes, they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be transparent. I don't care who you are, what you have. I believe if you have $50 or $50 million, you're in trouble when it comes to money. How do we fix that? Again, I'm never going to stop talking about the education. It's so important that people get educated. Another thing is that, you know, people have to make a decision. And a lot of people, they just have not made that decision yet mm -hmm. because they're not ready for somebody to tell them that, hey, you really need to cut back. I don't tell people to cut it out. I ask you to cut back, cut down. Do you have a budget? A budget is not restrictive. It's just giving your dollars an assignment. Right. Telling your dollars what to do. You can do anything you want to do, but can you keep it? Can you keep up that lifestyle? The lifestyle that you live today, will you still be able to maintain that lifestyle? Let's talk about uh, Facebook. I mean, fake book. I mean, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Though what you see is not what you get. You don't know what's behind the scenes. You don't know what it takes for sure them to don't. get there. But you can have anything that you want financially if you sacrifice today you can live the life that you desire later but that's what people are unwilling to do they're not willing to sit down have that tough conversation put some things in place and do the things that we know that we can do see we're living above our means already 
If you just live on 70% of your income and the other 30% you give, save, and invest, then you'll never have a money problem. I'm going to need you to preach that. But you, preach keep, that. but you keep spending 110% and then you wonder what's wrong. You're the problem. Get out of your own way. Sit down with a financial professional or somebody yes. that can help you. If you're not making the money, because I believe that we have several different problems. Either you have a money problem or you have a spending problem or perhaps you have both. Whatever it is that you need to do, let's help you make some more money money. Let's help you understand your money and know where to put your money. Stop telling me you good and you need to be great. I want you to be amazing. See, good is never good anymore. Right. Just think about the people again. Let's go back pre-COVID when people were good. They were uh, comfortable in their positions and they, they never even saw this coming at all. And just like that, their lives will change. Just like that, some and they still gone. They gone, and they're still trying to recover. Yeah. And y'all waiting on a stimmy check, and I'm trying to show y'all how to create your own. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's no better time to be an entrepreneur, to be a hustler, to be an investor. It's so much opportunity right. out here. And what people don't understand is the money is here. Oh, the money's already. You just got to get it. All you got to go, go get it. Just it's the back. money here. Every day I wake up, I say to myself, to God and to the universe, put me in front of the money. Put me in front of the person with the money because I got the skills. I got the Lisa, talent. You, you I need got to get out of my mind because you know what? That's, that's exactly what I say. Lord, today, put me in front of the people who need my assistance. Yes. Lord, put me in front of the people who are, you know, to say yes. You know, no is okay, but yes is better. And I yes. know I have to go through the no's to get to the yeses, but I know they out there. Yes. They're out there. It's somebody out there right now looking for you. And that's why I'm I feel like, now. yes, that's why I feel like I love what you said about you got to get off your butt. That's you got to make sacrifices. When people hear that word sacrifice, they automatically think you're saying Shut down. stop spending. That's no. Yeah. Sometimes it's get up and stop sleeping so much. Yeah. Stop being on social media so much. Right. Stop going out so much. Spend some time honing your craft, learning and, and sharpening your skills. Yeah. You know, and one thing I learned at a very young age, people's skills can turn into money. Hello. Because that's who you meet. You can meet somebody who will say, I'll pay you X amount of dollars to do what you already do and I'll pay you double. You know what I mean? Based on your people's skills. In our business, we said we always one person away from the explosion. That's you it. don't know who your explosion Man. is. They could be right sitting next to you. Yes. They could be somebody that you refer to me. You just never know who that person is. But if you don't have the open mind and an open heart to receive it, or at least try. Right. At least try. Listen, every day is an opportunity to have a financial breakthrough. You never know where it could come from. I read about Nicolas Cage went into this restaurant and the waitress was nice to him and she smiled and he married her. She didn't have to have to work another day in her life. Now, I'm not necessarily looking for that hookup, but it, I ain't going to be mad. Hello? 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 But you just never know where your opportunities lie. But if you got the stank face mm -hmm. and you're not good at your job, now not she was just throwing his food and mm -hmm. acting like I'm mad because I only make minimum wage. Right. It's, it's so many things to consider when you're thinking about finances. And, and even with people who do make minimum wage, it's what you do with that minimum wage that matters. Absolutely. You know, I'm glad you said that too, because it's not about how much money people make. It's about how much money you keep. And when you keep your money, where do you keep it at? There's some teachers. We talk about teachers, you know, they don't make a lot of money, but they know exactly some of them know what to do with their money. So can you take that little bit and let me show you how to turn it into a lot? Yes. Because yes. you have more than you think you have. But yes. because if I see your bank statement and I show you exactly where your money is, I'm like, I can show you where what you, you're wearing your, your retirement. You're driving your retirement. You don't have a you don't have a house that you desire because 
look, you, I look at your bank statement. You keep shopping, shopping, shopping. You're eating out. You're eating it up. And you, you can't do the things that you desire that you need to do. So it's not about you making a little money. It's no. about what you do right. with the money. Absolutely. What and, you do with the money. But I, I do believe that, you know, people are afraid to learn. I think they think it's so hard. And that's why I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you do what you do. Because I don't think, I, I know it's not as hard as it seems. Mm -hmm. I know that anybody can be wealthy. Because I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. I've Absolutely. seen it. and But I can say for myself, because sometimes I feel like I threw away so much because I had the knowledge at a young age, but I joined myself with people who didn't have the knowledge and then they squandered, you know, our money that we, we got together. Um, and uh, I feel like I kind of, you know, that's why I, this phone is throwing me off. That's why I learned that you've got to remove your emotion. Absolutely. Because your emotion will cause you to make bad money choices. So let's talk about the business fair that's coming yes. up because we're kind of running out of time a little bit. Oh we can talk goodness. about this all day. Well, I know. I, I'm definitely going to have to come back here. We're going to have to finish this conversation, but I'm super excited about this mm -hmm. business fair. It's not a job fair. It is a business fair. And oh my goodness, uh, you guys, you got to register. You got to be a part of this. You know, not just the financial industry is going to be there, but so many other industries are going to be there, Lisa. And uh, it's just going to be amazing because again, Never say no to an opportunity. And this is an opportunity for everyone. I know that we got the travel business there. We got the phlebotomy business there. Lisa has it on there. Lisa, help me out. Yeah, we have.
And so she's putting all of this together. You don't want to miss this. I promise you, this is your chance. This is your opportunity to take advantage. You want to start a business? Now is the time. Absolutely. Don't procrastinate. Because you know what? That's another thing. Oh, yeah. Procrastinate. We do. We do. But a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it is basically, like you said, it's the information. You really do not know what you don't. No, please come and find out. We're giving it to you for free. And it's not a lot of times. It's not what you think. Mm -hmm. You know, I do the travel and a lot of people. I don't want to be a travel agent. Blah, blah, blah. Book my own. You already are a travel agent. Just don't get paid. <laughs> so get paid. Let me help you with right, that. Right. And you know, and I had a conversation with two different people this week, two different ladies that I've been speaking with for five years. And I said, let me explain the real to you. And when I got off the phone, the last thing I said, now, was it what you thought? And they were like, it was not at all. Right, right. And I was like, I know. So that's why the business fair too is so important now because we can have professional people who are in that area. And let me tell you something, where money is moved, money is made. Uh, people will talk about taboo, about it's not good to talk about the money. Let me tell you, money is in the money business. Where money is moved, money is made. Let me show you how to move some money. Let me show you how to make some money. You know, post pandemic, you know, you're looking for an opportunity, you're looking for a career. Uh, sign up for the business fair. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is a free event, but you do need to register. Go to our Facebook page and you can see the event bright link is under the business fair event. You can also go to flatfeecreditandtax.com. You can also go to stunningradio.com. We have a link to the event right on our home page. Thank you so much for coming and being uh, with Lisa, us today. Thank you so much for having me. You we got to have you back. I, I know, need right? to do a whole show. <laughs> I learned a lot. I had a whole sermon. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's I so really motivating. You know what it is, and it's just the time. Right now is the time, so I can't tell you. Uh, how much I appreciate you and having me on today and talking about the business fair. I'm so excited to collaborate with each and every one of you. It's going to be a phenomenal event. Yes. Register, register, register. Don't delay. Register today. And remember what I said. This is not July 4th weekend for independence. This is financial independence. Yes, I love that financial yes, independence yes. weekend. Let's get it, y'all. Yes. And bring a friend, bring a friend, bring a friend, bring a family member, bring your man. Bring whoever you need to bring. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the top five wins and fails of the week. Are you looking for ways to take your business to the next level? Well, Houston, we have a solution. The Boss Up Bootcamp is here to help you level up. Join Lisa, the boss lady, and her amazing roster of speakers that will give you the inside scoop on turning your side hustle into multiple streams of income. This is your year to level up, but don't delay. Register now before it's sold out. Visit www.lisathebosslady.com to register for this event and for more information. That's Lisa, L-Y-S-A, T-H-A, bosslady.com. Remember, you got to be in it to win it. So register today. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Now that the world is opening up again, we're all planning events and get-togethers, but choosing the right caterer for your event can be a full-time job. Don't stress. Just contact Jet Catering Services, and they will take care of all your needs and allow you to focus on your guests. No matter the occasion or budget, Jet Catering Services can make your event memorable, and your guests will be amazed. Visit www.jet.com cateringservice.com for more information and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. 
Don't let the Top five fails of the week coming up next on Lisa Denae Live. Real talk for the real world. Hey, it's your girl Lisa Denae, and I am here with my top five fails of the week. So this week was the BET Awards, and no, the BET Awards was not a fail, but some of the fashion was. Take a look at this. Little Nas X came to the BET Awards on the red carpet with something that looked like a couch to me. I'm not sure what it was, but baby, it was a fail. Baby, it was a fail. And let's not even forget about our girl, Lil' Kim. Kim, we love you, okay? You are the queen bee. But baby, that outfit you performed in, it wasn't it, sis. That was not it. So look at what she arrived in, okay? Look at her after the awards, okay? This is what she performed in. Girl, it was a mess for me. The hood, the little Prada pin on the top, the hair, everything was a mess, baby. It was a fail. So the BET Awards fashions, there was a couple misses, and that's why you all landed as number five on my top five fails of the week. Number four, Felicia Rashad, baby. You know we ride for you and we love you, but girl, you tweeted after the release of Bill Cosby that it was a, a terrible wrong. You said, finally, in all caps, finally, take a look for yourself. A terrible wrong is being righted and a miscarriage of justice is being corrected, girl. <laughs> we love you, Felicia, but girl, you need to learn how to be quiet on these type of things girl because for one you know he guilty he admitted he was guilty he got out of jail on a technicality so let's not call it a miscarriage of justice sis auntie you're wrong and you failed this week you need to just keep your mouth shut twitter wouldn't have came for you the people wouldn't have came for you just don't say nothing okay we know how you feel i get it because you know him in a different way than we do but baby it was a fail this week okay keep it zipped okay we don't need to hear your opinion on this because we all know that he did what he did all right you're number four on my top five fails of the week number three mm. I don't know what is going on with social media, but I need y'all to understand that Biz Markie has not passed away. So this week, a media outlet reported that he had passed away and a lot of other people just kept sharing it and did not verify so thanks to people like roxanne shantae and roland martin who tracked down the source okay it's called verification you need to verify things before you just copy and paste baby before you just share a post everybody with these tributes and the man's still alive Okay, y'all just cut it out, all right? With all these new media outlets popping up, you all need to learn how to verify your sources, verify your information before you have us all here out here grieving, okay? We done lost enough people in last year and this year, so please do not have us grieving prematurely for somebody who's still here. You're number three on my list. Quit the cap, cut it out. You know, verify your sources, okay? Number two. Lord, our girl Shakari Richardson, baby, she done got suspended from the Olympic team because she tested positive for marijuana. Okay, here's my issue here. So, marijuana use is legal in several states. I don't, I know she's in Texas. It's not legal here. However, it has several medical benefits, and I'm gonna need y'all to cut it out. But, sis, sis, 
Olympus. This the Olympus, girlfriend. You know better. Man, I'm upset about this because we wanted to see all that black girl magic and hopefully she can still compete at the Olympic Games. We don't know, but I know that she is suspended as of right now from the Olympic team for 30 days. So let's just, you know, send her love and light because we are all human. We know that she went through something with the loss of her biological mom. So let's send love and light her way and not criticism. But girl, you is number two. Okay, on my top five fails of the week. Number one, the owners of this condo the condo association whoever they are the champion towers condo you know it's so sad that this condo collapsed this building collapsed in miami but the saddest part is that these people were aware they were aware of the structural damage apparently the con condo owners faced 15 million dollars in repairs because they were warned of major structural damage here's my issue here huh Hold on, I'm doing my top five fails of the week. Anyway, like I was saying, $15 million is a lot of money. But the money you about to pay in lawsuits, baby. So I'm making $15 million, but like $15, okay? And you can never put a price on human life. So of course our heart goes out to all other family members of the people that were lost, that are still missing. We are continuing to pray for you. Shout out to our president who went to the site and stayed along in the long hours to talk to the people. And, I, you know, it's just a tragic situation. So we pray for them. Now, you know, I don't want to end my show on a bad note. So we'll be right back with the top five wins of the week. We're winning with the top five wins of the week on Lisa Danae Live. Real talk for the real world. Hey, it's your girl Lisa Danae, and I am here with the top five wins of the week. Number five, Chris Paul. Congratulations to Chris Paul, who is going to his first ever NBA Finals. So, let's just break it down for you. Chris Paul has been in the NBA for 16 seasons, 12 playoffs, but zero trips to the NBA Finals. So, shout out to him. Congrats. You know, it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of motivation to keep going, and he has achieved something that a lot of players don't get the opportunity to achieve, and that is a trip to the NBA Finals. Shout out to him. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns. It's a wonderful thing. Now, you know, I'm a Laker girl, so I won't be watching, but congrats, Chris Paul. So, number four on my top five wins of the week, the BET Awards, baby, it was on and popping the Black excellence, the black girl magic. It was the year of the woman and the sisters and the aunties and the girls showed up, baby. Hosted by Taraji P. Henson. And let me just tell you, Cardi P performed and, you know, let us all see the little baby bump. So she's expecting baby number two. And there was a wonderful tribute and award given to the Queen, Queen Latifah. It was a wonderful award show. I really enjoyed all the performances. The baby, of course, something about the baby, baby. I will rob the cradle, you hear me? But anyway, the BT Awards was so good. It was lit. I loved it. It's number four on my list of the top five wins of the week. Now, number three. Versus, baby, versus, versus, versus the kings of R&B. 
Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat did the damn thing for verses. Now, some people was coming for them in the comments, but please, ma'am, and please, sir, go have several seats because you are not aware of the greatness that these two men embodied and all the babies that was made to their music. So shout out to them. Let me give you a little taste. Here's a clip of some of the shenanigans and some of the wonderfulness that happened on Versus. Let's go, baby. Oh, so. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm key. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm key. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm key. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm We have something in common. So rock. <laughs> baby, don't just try. We have something in just common. Just take responsibility. Responsible. You taste so good like I know you would You have something in common You make me feel so right I love you, baby, all night Oh, shit I tell you, wasn't that good? It reminds you of your, your good uncles that get drunk at your family reunion. <laughs> they did the thing, but Uncle Keith said, Chirac. <laughs> okay, that's when I lost when he started singing to the Chirac. But anyway, they did the damn thing. Number two, y'all. Tabitha Brown, honey. Miss Wendy Williams went after Miss Tabitha Brown. You know, Wendy Williams always got something to say about somebody. But you know what? Tabitha had time today in her pajamas, no less. So Wendy made some comments about Tabitha Brown retiring her husband, okay? So Tabitha, in the true Tabitha fashion, read her baby respectfully, okay? She made us all feel bad for Wendy. How you do that? Girl, I was taking notes, okay? I hope love finds you. I hope you experience this type of love. By the time she was done with Miss Wendy Williams, baby, I had to say a prayer for her too. So Tabitha Brown, you're number three on my top five wins of the week. But let me just say this too for the Tabitha Nation. They came after Miss Wendy in them comments, baby. They called themselves the Tabbage Patch <laughs> and the Tabernacles. Listen, they are not playing with Miss Wendy. They was all up in her comments with the avocados and tomatoes, I guess because Tabitha's a vegan. But listen, and some choice words for Miss Wendy Williams. So, Wendy, just chill. You know, I hope love finds you. And Tabitha is number two on my list. Number one, I'm so happy for college athletes because this week the NCAA released their new ruling on name, image, and likeness usage for college athletes. So what this does is open new doors for college sports officially. For the first time, NCAA athletes can make money from a wide variety of business ventures using their name, image, and likeness. Now, this is a long time coming, a very long time coming, because I've always felt like they need to be compensated before they become professional athletes. These schools make a lot of money off of them, off of the sports teams, and there's no teams without the players. So I am so happy for these players because they're gonna be able to be compensated for their name, image, and likeness. So that's my top five wins of the week for this week, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Visit us on stunnerradio.com. Holler at your girl at lisadenae.com. Please subscribe to our YouTube page at Stunner Radio, and I'll see you next week. Bye!
Thank you.